Welcome. Today, I will talk about the impact of blackballing someone and what a specific person goes through during it all. Celebrities in this industry are either praised or downplayed for what they do. Specifically, artists in the music industry have to play by the rules. The industry can be a dark place. They have to promote or basically not be themselves to appeal to the masses. But for some artists, that'll just be doing a disservice to themselves and their fans. Celebs who got blackballed range from comedian actress Monique to former NFL quarterback civil rights activist Colin Kaepernick. To be exact, one artist who remains to get backlash and blackballed was highest-selling female rap artist Nicki Minaj. The definition of blackballed or to blacklist is to reject someone, usually a candidate, applying to become a member of a private club, typically by means of a secret ballot. The candidate or member in this case is Nicki Minaj. She has paved the way for so many rap artists, if I must be honest, both women and men. She was outworking male rappers and charting higher than them, even being featured in songs with some of the greats like Kanye West, Jay-Z, and Eminem, and was making more no- noise than their own songs. There was a drought between the years of 2000 and 2007 of female rap artists being non-existent. And Nicki came in the game around 08 and 09 with drive and devotion and ended up carrying the woman rap game for a decade and then some. She started out with these freestyles that would make people shook. She writes her own raps and it's proven that she does. She basically won every award when it came to best female rap artist slash record. She earned it from being versatile and original every time when rapping in her songs. It wasn't until 2015 more artists came into light. Artists like Iggy Azalea, Dej Loaf, and Young M.A. Even then, Nicki was still dominating her competition. But here's where the theories come in when it comes to Nicki getting zero radio play and blacklisted. Miley Cyrus. Yes, folks. Former Disney fiction star Hannah Montana is allegedly the one to cause Nicki to be blacklisted. It all happened when Nicki accepted her award at the 2015 VMA Awards. And towards the end of her acceptance speech, she called out the host at the time, Miley, saying a slick remark as the entire industry and entertainment world knows as the infamous Miley what's good line. Miley was almost speechless and caught off guard, but she handed it well and she and the show quickly went to a commercial break. So the next day after that happened, Nikki's label allegedly gets a call from Miley Cyrus's dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. And as we know, he's an artist as well. And he knows some very strong people in the music industry that can tear people down and out of the industry. He was demanding for Nicki Minaj to apologize for doing that stunt. But Nikki felt there was no need and never apologized. So that whole situation played a factor in Nikki possibly getting blackballed from radio play. Then, 2017, a new female artist who went by Cardi B dropped a song that made the world in all called Bodak Yellow. It was on the Hot 100 and billboards for weeks and weeks. With no hesitation, Nikki congratulated her and wished her best with her success. Now, here's where things get a little chaotic. Long story short, 2017, Nicki did a collab with a trio rap group called Migos. Their names are Quavo, Takeoff, and Offset. Cardi was featured in the song, and she was dating one of the members named Offset. And so five of them made the song called Motorsport. And Nicki spoke about the whole situation on her interview on Beats One Radio podcast. And I'm going to play that right here. So I texted um, Quavo and I said, hey, just, you know, could you back me up on this? Because, you know, I don't want people to think I'm lying. What do I have to lie about? 
and um, he didn't back me up. And you know, he texted me. He was he was like, I would I would go on Twitter and back you up if you were my girl. LOL. And that hurt because he's somebody like I love him, you know. And um, up until this recent interview that she did, I had never seen her show me genuine love in an interview. And I could just imagine how many girls wish they could have been on a song with Nicki Minaj. And I mean, I'm not saying it in a cocky way, but like, um, yikes. And he texted me and he said, is it okay to put Cardi on it? And I still have the text in my phone where I said, yeah, let's do it. And that's the only story I told. You know, I said how exactly how it came about. And when it was time to clear the air about that, no one did that. You know, everybody, all of them allowed me to look like I lied. And, you know, even with the scheduling conflict, she's using my hairdresser now. So even he can attest to the fact, Tokyo, he knows that there really was a scheduling conflict. And it was because of him. He's the one that couldn't show up. And I texted him, I said, you know that if I don't show up the day she's shooting, they're going to act like it's it's because I'm doing it to be mean. Not to mention the big altercation that took place at the Met Gala that year. Cardi accused Nikki of retweeting a tweet talking about Cardi's child at the time. And Cardi came to the gala throwing her shoe at her and everything, and it was just a whole mess. Nikki kept it classy and stayed in her lane because it was just an absurd situation to be in. Cardi left the scene with the infamous knot on her forehead. Everyone captured and recorded the altercation that night. And just stuff like that creates unfair views of Nicki Minaj. Like, she never got the respect, and she didn't even have a chance to explain her side. It was sad to say that a Nicki hate train was going around the time of her fourth album rollout. People were just bashing her, making fun of her for no reason. Like, she was getting accused of saying and doing things that she had never said before. Even old news coming out of the woodworks and comparing her success to others. She was just surrounded by hate and it must had been a toxic time for her. She was blackballed from her performance at the Grammys, even though they approved it at first. She said, the Grammys chose Roman Holiday. They came to the studio and they heard Roman Holiday and I could not play them another record after they heard that. They went crazy. She was supposed to win for Best New Artist because at the time she had nine songs charting the billboard from her debut album, Pink Friday. But they finessed her and gave it to an artist named Bon Iver, a Caucasian man. The fact that she never received a Grammy is often used as ammunition against her. Despite her, the Grammys are slowly losing its viewers and credibility due to lack of diverse nominations and winners. Last year, 19.9 million view- viewers watched the Grammys. This year, only 8.8 watch. That says a lot. Anyways, without the Grammy's help, Nikki has shattered records, received numerous awards and accolades, and is the most awarded female rapper of all time. Even though she has never won a Grammy, it doesn't even matter at this point because her success isn't from the Grammys, it's from her hard work and talent. So today I'm here with a friend. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Dakio. I'm well-versed in the Nicki Minaj's career. I know her whole discography. Um, I'm just, and I'm also a black woman, so I have some opinions on what has happened to her um, in recently and in the past. Right, like, it's just so much. So, um, well, my first, like, thought for you is, like, Nicki Fluence 
she um she influenced a lot so like maybe tell me about the grammys performance she did in 2012 like the whole controversy like at the grammys like compare how it happened like to her versus what's happening now to like rappers like megan the stallion and cardi b so yeah i was there for the grammys this year um i was super super disappointed with how things were ran i felt that it was very unprofessional for a family show to have that type of vulgarness um it just wasn't appropriate personally and the songs were mid-tier uh, if you go back to the 2012 Grammys where uh, Nicki, Minaj, Nicki Minaj did her performance, you can see that there were a bias between Nicki and right now Megan and Cardi B. Now, as you guys know, she did Roman Holiday, which is a very controversial song because she brings up um, the Christian faith and possession and just some very scary things which you can see in your local horror horror film if you ever watch that. They always bring up some type of religious stuff that just how people get scared. Now, in the song, she's talking about Roman, which is her alter ego, and her alter ego is a gay boy from U- the UK. So, everybody in the song... Is trying to tell Roman that he can't be himself, that he has to be who he is, which is a boy and not like other boys. So the mother is very concerned for him. So she gets a priest to basically send the gay away or take the demon out of him. And then he starts to become more of himself and evolve into like this demon. And he's taking over whole of Nikki's persona and just starts freaking out and be just, you know, bursting into himself, which is a great story. Um, and as you know, the, the Grammys approved it ahead of time and they're supposed to, they approve it a year before. So the fact that when it was performed, it was a problem by the, um, by the church, the churches, the Baptist churches had a really, really hard time processing why that was on TV. Um, and it's rightfully so. It was a little bit much. It was more yeah. on the theater side. Yeah, like very you theatrical. Very theatrical. And Nikki's a theater kid, by the way. So this is something really in her element. Um, personally, she could have did a lighter song, but they mm-hmm. chose that song. So you cannot be mad at Nicki for performing that song when they chose that song. Like Megan and Cardi B, they chose the number one hit single, WAP. And if you know what WAP is, I'm not going to say that. But they chose that song. And they let them perform that. And nobody had a problem. But because Nicki did a song that might have been a little bit inappropriate for a family channel, it's... You guys are up in arms. It was just a weird time back then. I think things have changed. Definitely mm-hmm. people are evolving and starting to get comfortable with the idea that, um, you know, the world is changing. Expressing people, bodies and stuff. Yeah, um, definitely that. People are starting to change their views. So I think if Nikki were to perform that now, nobody cared. But back then it was just a problem. 
Now, after the performance, she just received a lot of hate. The Grammys blamed it on her, said it was her fault for even doing it because they told her not to do it two minutes before the performance. Now, Nikki is a man of her world, well, a girl of her word. If she told her fans that she's performing at the Grammys, she's performing at the Grammys. She's not one person to be like, well... Um, sorry guys, they told me no. She's not that person. She's very confident in what she does. She's a boss woman and she's going to take care of business. So for them telling her that she can't do her performance two minutes before was a, a slap in the face because she's performed, she's held her own, she's made a quite a big drastic change in the mu- music industry and she just put a lot of time and effort in that performance for them to tell her no. So she definitely did it. And they blamed it on her, saying that she did it, that they told her not to do it, and she still did it. So they never took accountability of them actually telling her yes to do the performance. And they just let everybody in the music industry look at Nikki a different way. Um, You know, everybody in the tabloids is saying that she's a part of the Antichrist. It was just a mess. So on top of that, that's a reason why... She just had such a bad name in the industry because they think now she's hard to work with because if I tell her no, she's going to do it anyway. And it's just, it really, it really was a knock to Nikki because I felt like Nikki was on this high horse and as she should because she was really changing things for women. And it really knocked her down, I think, confidence wise because she's never done that again. She's never went to the Grammys, and she's never gotten a Grammy because of that performance, which is sad. Yeah, it's like her impact and throughout that whole thing. I'm surprised, um, like, a lot of people have, like, I don't know. It's like they're starting to think, like, they should make uh, all women, uh, not women of color, but people of color Grammys because each year it gets rigged and nobody really gets their due deals. So, um, yeah, that was a perfect explanation. The next one I had a question was, why do you think it's a reoccurring thing for the industry to bash women of color, specifically black women in this case? I think black women are the most fragile in the industry. Um, We are not backed up by black men. We are not backed up by the white community nor the Asian community. No communities back us up, so we really stand alone, and we stand confidently alone. But sometimes I think that's not enough for us, so they target us, because we have nobody to clench onto. Um, We don't even have our own people to clench onto. So when it comes on to the Megan situation where she got shot in the foot, nobody believed her. They believed the man, of course, because Masai they believed Mm -hmm. him and she just never got the justice that she deserved even though she's the one who got shot Tori Lanez never didn't get hurt in that situation at all the only thing he ended up doing that night was going to jail that's pretty much it and he got out so it's no punishments were made a little bit of trash talking on Twitter was that and and there was nothing else to it so they weren't they aren't taking accountability for the stuff that they do to black women. And that's the reason why they come out to us because all we do is do our thing. And we're also the blueprint for so many yes, other I was gonna say that. Um, races. Yeah. So every race, every race feels like um, when they do what black women do, that they're trendy. Oh, I made this up. 
No, you didn't. Mm-mm. Um, You definitely didn't make that up. And they'll try to take it. And they take a lot of stuff from black women. And we don't really say much because we can't say much. We're very much silenced. So I feel like it's just an everyday occurrence in the past and right now, especially with the Black Lives Matter and things like that. Um, even though we are coming to a day where, you know, we're joining forces with different minority groups and we're also getting to a level where there's an understanding not to say certain things and not to talk about certain things, um, there's still a lack of love for black women. So they're going to keep continuing to put us down, but we're never going to go down because we do everything everybody wants to do and we do it well. Um, as you can see, Nikki is still getting millions putting on Fendi purses. Stuff that would take uh, people generations to do, she's gotten it um, maybe in two years. So I feel like it's just going to be a reoccurring thing, and they're always going to come for black women, but we're never going to back down, and we're just going to continue to thrive. Exactly. That was well put. Like I feel like... Of course, you know, as Malcolm X, Malcolm X said, black women are the most disrespected people on the planet. So we just have to keep applying pressure and doing what we're supposed to do, what we want to do. Um, Unapologetically. Exactly. Sure. Um, Nikki influenced a lot of women rappers and carried the game on her back. Like, why do you think it's hard for people to admit that she's going to be known as one of the greats? I think people are scared that... Nikki becoming one of the greats, not just for women and for men, takes away what they've done. And that actually goes and ties with what Remy has done and her impact in the music industry. Because she couldn't process that Nikki was doing way better charts than what she was doing. And she was threatened by Nikki's presence. Because not only is Nikki influencing the younger generation she has a fan base from 16 to 30 years old and Remy couldn't do that she influenced our older generation our old heads know who Remy is but if I ask a 14 year old right now who's Remy Ma they're gonna be like that's who Nikki dissed yeah you know (laughs) and that's a threat to whatever they have going on um personally they don't want to see Nikki thrive because they couldn't do the things that Nikki did. Um, at the, you know, back in the day, everybody were signing deals and not reading the contract. Uh, they got, you know, unfortunately, a lot of them signed the 360 deals. Now, if you don't know what 360 is, it's basically like... Um, so the company, the record label, would give you money um, in advance. So lo- let's say... You're an upcoming artist and they see you thriving. They'll give you as much as they think that you're worth. So if you're a $3 million artist, they'll give you $3 million up front. Now, that's a lot to a upcoming artist because, you know, coming out of dirt, being dirt poor, and now you have $11 million to hash your back, you are happy, excited. But you don't understand that you're paying back the record label for all the money that you got from them in advance because they take 20 to 40% out of all the stuff that you do, all the revenue revenue that you get. If you book tours, they take it. If they do if you do sponsorships, they take it. So, 
a lot of them are excited about the money, but they don't know the backlash to it. And they also don't read enough to know that they're not going to have their masters. So at the end of the day, if you were to die and you said and you didn't have if and you did have your masters you could be like well take all my music off the shelves i don't want my music played anywhere else and i just don't want my music to have be on any streaming platform you could do that because you have your masters now nikki in nikki's case she was smart enough not not to sign a 360 deal because she was worth more than a 360 deal they were trying to tell Nikki that she was worth $3 million. Right now, Nikki's worth almost, I gotta say, at least $70 million right now. Yeah. So, that would have been a cop-out. And plus, she knew that so many artists have been, you know, wrecked because of taking deals like that. So, she didn't take that deal, but she did give up her masters. And I think the only reason she gave up her masters is because she truly wants her music to be thriving forever. Regardless if she's gone, she's still going to want her music out there. So, she doesn't really care about her masters, but she didn't sign that 360, and now... Nikki owns everything that she does. If she does a clothing line, she gets 100% of the profit. And that's that's really good because, I mean, if you think about where Nikki's at right now, Nikki's at, you know, going to Fendi places uh, and just she's drinking wine from the best winery in the country. So, And even during, like, this whole, like, hiatus on her, like, part, she is always being brought up in conversations. Like, she go on these hiatus like I said, from social media, but yet she's still being talked about. That's one thing. It's up. Nikki's impact that really gets the girls, like, mad because they never had that impact like her. She's able to talk to her fan base and tell them what to do, and they do it. Exactly. Um, they love Nikki, and that's like a unforgiving love. So Nikki could be in the wrong, and they would still think she's in the right, which is not, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing either mm -hmm. because Nikki could be in the hospital and the barbs are sending her flowers. So they're going to be writing for her regardless, and I think people are afraid that Nikki is going to have so much impact that she could tell her her um fan base don't listen to this artist and the artist will be ruined exactly. so i think they're just very very scared of her and they should be because nikki has got to this point where she doesn't need anybody's credit she doesn't need a feature to really get there and as long as you don't hate on nikki nikki has no problem with you mm -hmm. nikki has gave her gave so many black women and especially black female artists their accolades and only a small percentage of them has gave love back. Cardi gave love one time in a tweet and has never gave love in an interview. Mm -hmm. Nikki has multiple times she gave love to Cardi B, especially when Bodak Yellow hit. She gave love to Cardi B. And it seems like Cardi was threatened because they were trying to pin, I guess, this narrative that who's going to be the best female rapper. And it didn't make sense because Nikki was in the game way longer than Cardi how would you put her on the legacy status when she wasn't she doesn't have tenure like she's just yeah. not a legacy yet because she hasn't been there so i just feel like that's what they're they, that's what they're basically scared of they don't want to get they, on her bad side and they just don't want her to be successful because that'll be ruining their business exactly that's the thing with the media like they always want to pin women against each other like they can both flourish together like i don't get why it's always like, who's better, who's better? So, and as black women, 
especially influential black women, I felt like Cardi could have handled the Met Gala a little better. Because being at the Met Gala doesn't just mean, oh, you're a celebrity. You're an A-list celebrity. They only take A-list. No B-list, no D-list. You have to be an A-list celebrity. The Kardashians, Kanye. You have to be at that level to be invited to the Met Gala. So having black women there is a big deal to the community. And for her to act that way and to start a ruckus and start a fight really sheds... It goes to the stereotype that black women are loud and that they like to fight. And it just spreads a whole narrative that just we're... We can't be going to classy places like that unless we're gonna start drama which is so sad that it sheds light on us like that and cardi should know that because there's many a times when she was on love and hip-hop where they were telling her that she was ghetto this and ghetto that i would love to see her try to break that narrative and just keep it classy especially at stuff like that we want to be invited to those more because we want to be that rich and luxurious um black woman that we're supposed to be so we want to get invited to those more and she can't do things like that because it does shed a bad light and it shouldn't but it does she didn't understand that well anything else you have to say before i wrap this interview all i have to say is that billy ray cyrus is lame he is actually very, very lame for trying to break Nikki down. You can't break Nikki down. Your impact is in country music. Nikki's impact is in pop, R&B, and Latin pop. So you're trying to defeat uh, a girl that has a, a diverse range of music when you only do country. So the fact that your daughter got skilled on national television, I can tell that's probably did hurt your feelings, but there's no need that you need to tear a black woman down because it's been a running occurrence that artists in country have this vendetta against black people because as you can see, Little Nas X was taken off the country pop uh, a billboard charts because they felt like it wasn't country enough. So he had to add Billy Ray. Why does Little Nas have to add a white guy who does country to make his stuff country music? He can be country without anybody else. So it was just weird. Like they have a constant, constant just allegations among them not being accepting of black people. And that was, I I could definitely see that in Billy Ray as well, because he didn't stop to think, hey, maybe I should talk to Nikki and tell her not to do that to my daughter again. Um, Or maybe I should let Miley handle this because she is a grown woman and she can handle her own things. Um, That just was never brought up. She He'd rather destroy her career than talk to her or maybe even talk in an interview about it and share his concerns. Right. And that's it. Like, I just felt like that was really lame. I felt like um a lot of people just bring Nikki down for no reason. They just don't want to see her win again, like we said. They don't want to see her win again, but she's going to win again and again and again. And she's going to be a legacy. Regardless, if she go down tonight, she's going to be a legacy. And that's no stopping that. So yeah. that's all I have to say. Well, thank you for being here today. Um, Yeah, so this is just crazy that we... um that people are just afraid to admit it but um recently she got married by her childhood friend Kenneth Petty 
and gave birth to her first child. Um, the media has yet to know his name. I know. I hope he's not like some type of action figure or something like right. that. Because a lot of celebrities just try to do these outlandish names to be different. I just hope he's named like. I don't know. A I don't. Decent name. <laughs> maybe Kenneth Junior would even be better than some of these names Elon that they Musk, think. Son or child. Oh, he's like AJKYZ. Yeah. Like he is not a robot, Elon. <laughs> he's a, a a human being, and he's gonna have friends that don't know how to say his name. Like, <laughs> because Nikki, she like she's she goes by Papa Bear. People really think that's the his name. name. Of his that's, son. Not that's, not that's not the name. name. That's a pet name, right. but she doesn't want to tell nickname. you the name yet. All you need to know is to stay out of Nikki business because Nikki will tell you in due time. It might be through a rap lyric, it might be through social media, but she'll tell you in due time when yes. she's ready. Like we I forgot to dig into that. Like her lyrics, like her lyric I can't even say the word. She just delivers. Like you really have to think what she's trying to like you have to really go through. And that's the reason why I really, really adore Nikki is because I will listen to one of her songs and think, oh, this is actually good. But then later when I dissect the lyrics and understand what she's going through on Twitter and stuff, it all makes sense. And it's like, it's an aha moment. Like, oh my gosh, she really said that. So Nicki's lyrics is not like... I other uh, other rappers like Cardi who just say like what it is just say yeah. what it is it's something deeper behind it everything has a deeper meaning you might not know what it is because sometimes she just talks about like what her family's going through and you might not know what she's talking about but you know you do know it has some type of deeper meaning you just got to figure it out it's like a puzzle and yes, I like it the double entendres are different with Nikki um Things has changed drastically since then. And when I mean things, I mean more women rappers come in the scene to claim their spots in the game. Rappers like the City Girls, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Sweetie, Mulatto, Flo Millie, Chica, and much. It was refreshing to see more come into the spotlight and dominate it. Half of them are influenced by Nicki and her impact, let alone motivates more potential female rappers to come out and release their own music. It's time for the industry and radios to wake up and give credit where it's due and give her her flowers before it's too late because it is too late to act like Nicki Minaj isn't one of the greats of our generation. Oh, I get it. They painted me out to be the bad guy. When is the last time you're going to see a bad guy do the rap game like me? Like me.